What better thing to do than talk stock picks? Let's bring in our guests. Carter Henderson is back from Fort Pitt Capital Group, Portfolio Manager. Carter, good to have you here. Always like talking your stock picks with you, and you've got lows on your list. I want to start there because it had this big rip after earnings, but we're still just below the high from the first half of the year. Some of this housing data is starting to get a little bit choppy. What's going on? Yeah, well, thank you for having me back on, Oliver, first off. But, hey, we remain positive on the long-term outlook for U.S. home improvement as um, we've seen housing price growth has driven record equity out of homes. Um, even though we saw a little bit of slowdown in the do-it-yourself projects in the recent quarter, um, Lowe's is focusing on the professional, uh, also focusing on e-commerce segment, which allowed them to deliver a big beat on their last earnings. So what did you learn from that earnings? Um, uh, does it suggest that there is uh, not just macro, but maybe a little market share take? I mean, Home Depot has been pretty flat. They were lower on their report and Lowe's was up. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, when you think about Lowe's, we like that they were more towards the consumer, whereas Home Depot is more towards the professional. So we think Lowe's to successfully transition the business to cater to both. Um, and we think they're taking market share in that home improvement space. Uh, right now, what do you monitor uh, to make sure that there is still spending power on the consumer? We got a few sentiment confidence prints as well that started to slip. Uh, does that have the potential to uh, compound into a problem if stimulus starts running dry? Are you worried about anything like that and what it might mean for home improvement? Yeah, I mean, I think when we look at that, we, we take the CEOs at their word, right? So We've heard uh, comments from Target CEO. We've heard comments from Lowe's CEO that the consumer remains in a healthy state. Um, we've seen some weaker data. The consumer sentiment didn't come out, uh, you know, as great. So, you know, when we have those consumer uh, discretionary stocks that we do have in our portfolio, you know, that's one thing that we're paying attention to is how strong this consumer is going to remain. Okay. So uh, Lowe's confident in, uh, does that extend to uh, other kind of brick and mortar consumer plays or is this very specifically home improvement as a trend after all the buying that happened of housing? No, not at all. I mean, also in our portfolio, we have Target, okay. uh, which we've loved their business model of buy online, pick up in store. Um, we've seen them just have tremendous growth over the pandemic. And then also too, as we discussed before on the show is Lululemon and what they're uh, being able to do with building global health wellness brand. And we think people coming out of the pandemic will have um, a greater focus on their health and well-being. And we think Lulu is doing a great job of putting themselves in that segment. Okay. All right. So it's not just Lowe's. Got some other uh, discretionary uh, and some brick and mortar exposure. The other two picks on your mind today are more tech focused, but also with the consumer side too. Shopify. I like this one because it's been a little bit quiet uh, for the last month and a half. And for Shopify's history, that usually is the quiet before a, a bullish storm. Is that what's coming? I would agree, Oliver. I think this stock is ready for a breakout. I mean, you know, just talking about their business model in general, they've got an unbelievable ecosystem for online sellers to grow their own brands. Uh, the pandemic uh, forced many small businesses to rethink their strategy for going digital as uh, physical storefronts were allowed to close. And, you know, if you're a seller, you know, why sell through Amazon's platform? You know, you might get more views, but you lose your brand identity in the process. So, um, you know, this is one we think that's going to continue to grow as more people shift to that digital commerce. Okay. Now, what about the risk here that uh, uh, everybody that, you know, needed to sell something online, I mean, like, did they not all convert already? Is there growth risk here that they won't be able to live up to the online e-commerce transformation uh, that happened in 2020? 
Uh, we think the runway for at least revenue growth and uh, e-commerce growth on Shopify's platform is still intact. Um, I think if you still look at the legacy retail sector, there's a lot of smaller businesses that have yet to make that transition to selling online. And I think if you're looking to sell online, there's only one place to go, and that's Shopify. Okay. Uh, Carter, last one. Uh, Square, uh, the news flow around deal-making activity in the fintech space has just been uh, uh, nonstop. Amazon partnership, Square's big buyout uh, for uh, buy now, pay later. Do you think this is as bullish as the market perceived it to be? I mean, a $20 billion-plus deal, and the stock rallied on it. Yeah, we love the proposed acquisition of Afterpay as the buy now pay later um, trend kind of takes off. We've seen other firms like Affirm, um, you know, Apple now trying to get into it. But I mean, specific to Square, the company is benefiting from the change in consumer behavior towards digital payments and online banking. Um, you know, you look at even Cash App gaining serious traction with over 40 million users and boosted by the leadership that they've taken to allow users to trade, send Bitcoin. So, you know, we're looking at the payment space and we think Square is one of the best innovators in this place. All right. Thank you, Carter. Three picks here to tech and some retail in the mix. Carter Henderson, portfolio manager at Fort Pitt Capital Group.